1: And now, and now, back to Hail Varsity Radio.
2: Working through a Friday, it's Hail Varsity. We're presented by Currency. Big thanks to Bill Dolman. We say hi to Brady Altman's with us, Hail Varsity staff writer, HailVarsity.com, and magazine. More on the recruiting weekend, uh, specifically uh, the visits, and then the dead period. Brady, you've been just all over it, man. You've been tracking where the coaches are at. Uh, obviously, palm trees and golf courses and Chandler, Arizona for the staff. That's focused a lot of our discussion today. And uh, give us kind of an update here, what you've been working on and what you're kind of hearing and feeling uh, with the, uh, the Dylan Raiola, the Raiola family situation and, and Nebraska's pursuit.
1: Uh, well, Nebraska finds itself kind of in the the top four as it stands now. Mm-hmm. It's Nebraska, Georgia, USC, and Oregon. Um, Dylan has spoken highly about all of them for various reasons, obviously, Georgia being the defending two-time defending national champions. Um, he likes Oregon and Dan Lanning a lot coming from that, you know, the Georgia tree and what he's been able to do. And then obviously um, Lincoln Riley's ability to develop and work with quarterbacks is very appealing to him. Um, but he's also shared a lot of excitement. He he likes this coaching staff, this Nebraska staff, the excitement they bring, the personality that they bring. Um, I know Dominique um, is kind of hands off, but he wants to be the dad and not the recruiting guy in this situation. So um, Nebraska finds itself pretty much in a in a really good position. They sent the the house uh, today to that to the Rayola house and, and Chandler, and. That's one thing that I think has been very appealing between this coaching staff and Dylan Rayola is the familial um, openness, communication-based um, recruiting approach that they're taking. Um, it's, it's very personal-driven, very um, – it's not like a salesman pitch. They're really trying to go on a personal level with it, and I think that's, that's where Nebraska's made the most – gained the most ground in the last, say, year since um, Nebraska last tried to get uh, in touch with him.
0: Brady sending nine assistants to a to an in home visit. It seems like a lot, and, and the way like I I quantify it in my mind is like either from a business point of view or like you know say from a, a girlfriend point of view. I send nine assistants for an in home visit to go to go sell a girl. Like that that's craziness. Like, but in, from a recruiting point of view, what kind of message does that send to a recruit that nine assistants are coming and visiting?
1: It's a priority top priority it means that we will we will drop everything else every other place that we're at because they were i mean they were in california they were a lot of them were in texas which isn't that uh, is that far i'll grant you that but you know they were all over the country before but to say that they'll converge all of their resources upon one kid in one living room so to speak not maybe not literally the living room but they'll put everybody there to give the time energy and effort to hear out this kid and to show that he's a big priority for him. Uh, Obviously he, he warrants it. I mean, he would be the biggest all-time recruit the Nebraska program has ever gotten in. And his dad, you know, has his number retired up in the place. So I think they're trying to meet the, the importance of the moment with that, with the amount of attention that they're giving him and the amount of people they want to build a connection with, with him.
2: Brady Oltman's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio at Brady Oltman's on Twitter. Uh, it's been emphasized not only from Rule, uh, his first visit was to Riola, but now the staff uh, making their uh, push today down in Chandler, and that, that speaks volumes. And you outlined just the, the decision making process, March around then kind of feels and sounds like the timeline but Brady you know because of the the, the family connection I mean the Riola's I don't think they're just going to sit around they're going to visit they're going to go to Athens they're going to go to to La La Land they're going to they're going to check out I mean they've been to all these places anyway but it, it but, but it's it's not out of the way to come to Lincoln in February to see Uncle Donnie and, and I mean that that inn is is for real I mean the the one two punch of Dad, yeah you're right hands off but man I think he would love it if if uh, Junior would, would find his way to Lincoln uh, you have Uncle uh, Donnie here and then you have uh, the fact that Nebraska's done an incredible job genuinely of of trying to build this relationship and uh, and the track record speaks for itself as far as guys that that came in under rule at different stops and have had a better life because of it
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think their plan right now is they're definitely going to visit all four of those finalist schools. And I, the indications that I've kind of been given or I've kind of heard is that they're looking into what compliance wise, what counts what's constitute as as a visit to Lincoln, you know, obviously they, they have um, Donovan in as a, as an assistant coach and it's just, I don't know. It's, the NCAA is, has all those weird rules, so if they were wanting to, like, come up and visit him, I'm sure, you know, like, you're gonna talk ball. You know, if you're <laughs> your football family, you're gonna talk football, you know what I mean? Um, at what point do you, like, does somebody Where the in the lines corner blur from... right yeah <laughs> who in a quarter zip in the corner is like eh, 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 knock it off guys you know trying to say written <laughs> in too close to a visit here so it's like
0: the uh it, the administrator at a high school dance in the corner you know <laughs> just waiting. yeah yeah he, he's
1: shining the flashlight on you just making sure things don't get too handsy but it's, it's exactly <laughs> like that it's exactly like that i but i think you're right they've they're timeline wise they really don't have anything settled down but they want to visit all of them um and i would I would almost say May, kind of about the time he committed to Ohio State last time. So maybe that's that's when you start saying, you know, any day now or kind of situation. Brady
0: Altman's is with us here. It's Hail Varsity Radio and Brady to to get away from Ryola but to keep it with recruiting today We had USC offering Omaha Westside athlete, most likely linebacker Christian Jones. And Jones is shaping up to be one of those top guys in the class of 2025, not only from the state of Nebraska, but from the Midwest as a whole. So tell me what you know about Jones and tell me what an offer from USC means.
1: Oh, man, he's got a nose for the ball. He's got a good motor. He's got great instincts. Um, I remember talking with some of the Westside coaches earlier in the year and then after they won the state championship and then – Uh, again just a couple of weeks ago just trying to get a sense of how the recruiting is going for some of those kids because obviously you've got not just him but Rizak and Caleb Benning and all of them and he's one that I think you're going to see a lot more attention shown on um with him being a sophomore I think people see the the promise on the film but they're really waiting to see him pop a little bit more maybe with another year but he's a he's a guy that's you know sky is the limit i think he's kind of the guy that um the, the type of recruit that nebraska would want to keep in and obviously there were a litany of schools in lincoln omaha area this entire week and there were a lot of offers made a lot of um a lot of visits from a lot of schools but if if a husker fan wants to get nervous go ahead but nebraska was also in all of those schools this week too so if, if that makes you feel any better
2: Brady, Coach Rule uh, spending time in, in Missouri. Missouri has been a, an incredible state for Nebraska historically. When you think of uh, Steve Warren, Mike Rucker, just to, just to name a couple of guys, Grant Wistrom, obviously. Uh, but the 500-mile radius, a focus for Rule and his staff. Uh, Ryan Wingo, a stud wide out from St. Louis, that kind of kicked things off. You've got a couple of offensive tackles and bricks out of Logan, Iowa, and got uh, Rockhurst's Andrew Sprague, also a 6'8 offensive tackle. And then uh, you have a uh, Lee Summit uh, prospect, Williams Nawari, uh, third ranked defensive lineman overall. These are all 2024 2025 guys. And tell me a little bit here, uh, kind of the, the, the pulse you have with how these visits have gone, the offers. Nebraska has been in a lot of face time everywhere, including the 500 mile radius
1: well and the thing that jumps out about the entire area is the they, they like good athletes there but the linemen stand out i know andrew sprague has he's been to lincoln um i think he he actually got up here earlier this month or um or shortly or around that time i remember seeing him post something on on instagram um he, a lot of excitement for it and obviously rockhurst has a. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty good athletic school, you know, in it's Kansas City It's traditional power, yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, I talked, uh, man, earlier this month, maybe it was back in December, with um, uh, Lee Summit, head coach, and talk about Williams, you know, and Will and and what he's able to do. And, you know, that coach just says that straight up he might be the best athlete in the state of Missouri and maybe even you know and throw in Kansas as well certainly the KC area um, just based upon what he does I mean he's a great body he's a huge defensive lineman that you can you can move around he can play on the edge if he wants he can come out of a two-point or he can just you know belly up to the center and push him around Um, and looking at him on film he certainly can so you know you're gonna rule likes his speed guys and guys outside and I think they're they have a a well-versed knowledge in doing that I kind of I, if they like a guy on the outside I'll trust them on that um but then you look at some of those interior linemen guys like those two those those really stand out to me and having you know kind of seeing their their social media presence and talking with their coaches I think Nebraska has a chance with both of them
2: well with uh with Williams Nawari, I mean Georgia, Bama, Tennessee, SC, Oregon but Nebraska still part of that conversation because of their attention correct
1: yeah. Yeah. They, they like people in the building, you know, not to say that any of those other schools that you mentioned aren't in the building, but their rule in this coaching staff are really trying to get out there and say like, Hey, we just got here. We haven't even coached a snap yet, but we're willing to be in your living room and talk to you multiple times um, in order to get you here because we, we see a vision and we want to convey that to you. So um, I, I think I I'd be, I'd be a little surprised if they didn't continue um, recruiting those guys heavily into this year.
0: With this full court press we're seeing from Matt Rule and staff in recruiting here early in their tenure at Nebraska, do you think that's part of the reason why we're seeing some of these Midwestern schools dip their toe into the state of Nebraska and come in here and offer some kids? Or are they feeling the pressure of Matt Rule coming to their state and, and taking kids from under their nose?
1: I think that might be a component of it. I wonder if another component is they see how you know national the Nebraska recruiting arm is now. And they want to think maybe they can you know catch them sleeping or catch them with their foot off the bag a little bit and and mm-hmm. get in nebraska and get some of these kids because um i guess numbers wise if you offer and get some get a, um a lot more kids from texas than you have gotten in the past that would um ostensibly take numbers away from nebraska but I, I really think that this coaching staff is making it an effort to get the guys that they want from Nebraska. I don't think that they're gonna pull, you know, numbers away or or neglect a kid from Nebraska just because they like someone from somewhere else. I think this is there are good players in Nebraska. Other schools wanna get in and, and get those kids, but they're also running up against a, a resurgence in the brand and how big it is. So I, I think they just they wanna throw out scholarships and try to get there and at least get their foot in the door before it closes entirely.
2: Brady, about 30 seconds, just a quick thought on Husker baseball. I saw some video you posted here of uh, practice number one.
1: Yeah, no, they, this first day that they invited people out there, so I thought I'd jump in and help out, take a little video. Um, Head coach Bolt was talking. They had a couple players talk with us. They are just excited to get out there before the cold really got to them. But, I mean, first games are coming up in February, man. It's uh, Baseball season's rolling around, and am I can't be more excited for it.
2: Brady Oltman's, follow him at Brady Oltman's on Twitter. Read him, hailvarsity.com. Plenty more with recruiting. Brady, thanks for the time.
1: Appreciate you guys.